gentlemen, we are back for another episode of Blake's Buzz. And this, we've got a guest. He's been on before. He's done Kickstarter. He's had awesome indie books with Aftershock, other publishers that we may not want to name, but his books were still really cool from them. Now he's at Marvel. He's written uh, an Avengers team. He's written the actual Avengers on uh, the Marvel Unlimited app. He's written Elektra. He's written Moon Knight. He's written the Fantastic Four. David Popose has been at Marvel for like, a day and he's already touching all these different properties his he's a, the the marvel puppeteer this is a marvelous chat with david propose back again on blake's buzz david how are you doing man i'm so excited to talk about your new big two life <laughs> thank you i mean i don't know how you you top that intro man i i think i need a, a hire he's my hype man um <laughs> no thanks for having me I, i'm excited to be back on the show and uh, yeah, I'm thrilled to be talking about uh, Savage Avengers and, and and my other Marvel work. Um, yeah, it's been a real whirlwind. I I, I started working um, uh, it, with Marvel. Um, it was just before July 4th of uh, 2021, so I'm I'm marking about a year and a half. So and, you had to uh, be quiet for a while. Yeah. It was, how it hard? Was, ooh, it was, how hard was that? Because you difficult. do a lot of interviews. You do a lot of, especially with the OZ and, and the Kickstarters and stuff. Like you, oh man, I would. If I was in your position, I would. Be, <laughs> I, I would be like the Mark Ruffalo, like accidentally telling everybody that, like, wait till you see the next Avengers, everybody dies. Like I would be like, <laughs> it would be so hard, like, not to talk about that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, it 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 really it, it was it was a big test of willpower, um, uh, especially. Uh, you know, we had initially when 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 they had first hired me on to 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 work on the book, we were originally talking about um, a February launch, and then as 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 stuff started to shift, um, we we pushed the uh, the runway down to a May launch, and so boy, let me tell you, I mean, there were there were a couple of months that it was killing me, where I was like, oh, you know, are we going to announce in November? No, okay, we're going to announce in. December? No. Okay. January? No. Okay. Finally, uh, <laughs> February, we're going to announce. And um, uh, yeah, it was really, <laughs> it, it was, it was wild. Um, but yeah, it, it, it really has been kind of a crazy year and a half. And um, I, I've been really excited to be working with Marvel, um, you know, and I'm excited uh, for, for some of the stuff we've got coming in the pipeline in 2023. Um, uh, some, some, some fun stuff that is, has not been announced yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, boy, it's the astronaut job, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways. And honestly, it's knock on wood gone, um, honestly, as well as I could have hoped. I, I I think I always was a little nervous about making the jump to the big two. Um, mm -hmm. I think I, I was always concerned, you know, um, I don't, I never want to be the guy who thinks he can run before he can walk. And um, no, I think, I think it, honestly, it's been kind of a, a, a an interesting leveling up. I think in, in, at least as far as how I feel as a, as a storyteller and as a creator, I feel like um, I was describing it to another pro a few, uh, a month or so back. It kind of feels like my residency a little bit, um, you know, like a medical residency. Like they, they really do kind of, they're, they're throwing me at, at everything just to kind of see if I can handle it. And um, there are times where it's a, it's a, a little intimidating, um, yeah, uh, a little anxiety inducing, but um you know, I kind of take the, the the beat and I think about it and I just say, well, you know, what's the best thing that I can write um, at, at this moment, knowing that no one would have thrown me at this if they didn't think I was up for it. And um, it's worked out pretty well so far. Um, uh, you know, Fantastic Four and Avengers Unlimited and uh, and uh, Moon Knight, Black, White and Blood. Um, and, 
yeah, so I'm very excited, uh, sort of for the, for the for the next opportunities uh, that are that are coming in 2023, and um, I'm excited for readers to get to see uh, what's what's come down the pipeline. Same, because like I, I won't lie, I lo I love your indie work. You know, uh, yeah. Scout. You know, I I reviewed and loved and adored and inter interviewed you about Scouts Honor uh, yeah. and the OZ, and so like, uh, and and you know, you know, you know, finding uh, finding you from. Um, uh, your your other your your other indie stuff uh, the the, uh, the 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 going to the chapel and um, um, Spencer and Locke like yeah. you know like a lot of us you know we that's where we found you right because that's yeah. you know where that's kind of where you started and you know you've always been a, a great writer with with, with great ideas uh, and and it's it's really cool to see that play out in in characters that you don't own. Right. And, yeah. and I've always kind of been interested in that, about that, that transition. Right. Cause when, sure. you know, in, in the indie world, you, you can do whatever you want. Right. Like in, in scouts honor, like these, these characters, they, they were all yours. Right? You, right. you could do anything you want. You could kill anyone you want. You could make anyone say or do or whatever. Right. And there's, yeah. there's no room to, to judge or, or, well, I mean, nerds will always judge because they're never happy. But you know, like there's, there, you know, there's, there's no area for someone to be like, well, Sue Storm would never say that, or you know, so, or you know, something like sure. that. And and so when when you get into these, and, and they didn't, they didn't just give you like an offshoot of like Marvel properties. Like you, you started in the like Electra as Daredevil is is hot right now, yeah. right? Uh, Conan, Conan is hot everywhere not just yeah. in marvel um and then you did moon you did the 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 moon knight uh anthology the, the anthology part um you know with right off the cusp of the series and stuff you like and so like and then of course you know you did the fantastic four and so like you've you've touched on like every almost major marvel property other than the x-men yeah. uh already like in in your fresh marvel career so what is it like as a writer going in um, when, when, when your babies aren't your babies anymore, even though like yeah. they're still your babies, like you're a great babysitter and you know, you're <laughs> like, you're like, you know, I'm not going to drop the baby. Everything's going to be fine. Like, you know, yeah. like I'll, I'll feed it, I'll change it and everything will be good. But like, as, as a writer, when you go from NT, like an indie to big two established properties, like, did you have to change any, like any yeah. kind of like how you, how you approach the narratives, the scripting, stuff That's, like that? It's a great question. Um, and 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 my answer actually might be a little anticlimactic in that I, I actually I don't see a huge difference. Um, you know, I think for me, I, I treat the analogy of of treating every character like your baby. That's exactly how I approach everything, um, whether it's my my indie work or or my licensed work. And I think for me to to kind of tweak your analogy a little bit, you know, you you have your babies and you kind of you're, you're you're doing your best to raise them right. And um, once the book is out and you know, is finished, you know, um, you know, the baby is sort of walked out the door, you know, that, that sort of, you, you, you sent them off to college or the, the, the working world, they've grown up uh, <laughs> essentially. Um, and that sort of works within the confines of however long your story is. So, you know, for, for example, like the OZ, um, you know, Dorothy and, and the Tin Soldier and the Prince of Lions and Jack Pumpkinhead and the Scarecrow and Toto, they're all my babies. Um, and they will be my babies until the last issue comes out. Um, and I and so I think I feel the same way about um, working in, in characters in Marvel is that while I'm writing them, they're my baby. Um, and until I'm finished writing them, they're still my baby. Um, and I think I think that kind of 
keeps the emotional consistency um, going for it. You know, you always want to see the best in these characters. You always want to find, you know, what do you love about these characters and then figure out how to show that to a stranger. Um, and I, I think, I, I do think though, like, yeah, there's, there's certainly different expectations, um, uh, you know, when you're doing something that's licensed versus even if you're doing something that's like, um, uh, uh, public domain like the wizard of oz or doing sort of a parody like like calvin and Hobbes, uh like we did with spencer and Locke. um i do think yeah there's of course expectations but i i do think it's not as narrow as you might think um okay. I, I think i think if you if you love the characters for 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 who they are um you know the the personality often will shine through and then there are ways you know we we did this a little bit in, in savage avengers where you're like okay like what's a way to take a different angle on a character in terms of their powers, you know, uh, I think that is is something that fans usually usually like. Some 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 are, are a little more uh, purist about it, but I think <laughs> and mostly fans have, have, have responded pretty well to ways that we've tweaked, you know, powers for uh, you know Weapon H or Cloak and Dagger, yeah, um, or, or you know, or even you know Black Knight, um, you know, we've kind of we've 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 tweaked him a little bit. Um, you know, I think people tend to like that if you stay true to the characters themselves. Um, and that's something that I, I've been really working hard to, to try to do. And I feel particularly proud of, I mean, I, I love what we've been doing in Savage Avengers. I know that the expectations might not be as high because a lot of those characters aren't as well known to readers. But I feel like uh, Fantastic Four um, was something that I, I, I felt really proud of how we, how we kind of rose to the occasion with that one. Um, where we're able to, to to take a different angle on Reed Richards and Sue Storm, but in a way that felt organic to those mm -hmm. characters. It didn't feel like it was so wildly out of left field, which is where I think a lot of fans can cry foul. Um, but yeah, you know, I think, I don't know, it's it's kind of fun. I mean, especially for me, you know, I, I grew up reading the big two, you know, I, I think uh, uh, I, I, you know, my one of my very first comics I, I remember my first comics were all marvel books um and you know i so, i remember uh, infinity war number two that was that was sort of the, the the book that made me realize like oh all these characters know each other um so you know i i i knew like oh captain america and wolverine and iron man and the fantastic four and and, and spidey and all, all the adventures and um and so it's kind of nice to like revisit them as an adult you know um having sort of my own experience, life experiences as an adult, and then being able to sort of write that love letter to my childhood um, with these characters. And um, I I'm not getting tired of that anytime soon. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, and it's, well, you it, better, I, you better I, not be. Cause I want, I, I want more, like I, I want this proposed Marvel takeover to keep, to keep going, man. Like, you, it's, you and me both. You're on a roll. I, I uh, it's been, it's been really fun. And I, I will say that I've really enjoyed Marvel's given me a lot of latitude, um, which I really appreciate that I, I don't, I think, I think it'd be easy for a publisher to say, well, we want you to kind of hew towards a house style and kind of veer away from what makes your voice unique. Mm -hmm. And I've never um, been, been pushed away from my instincts. Um, I think if anything, they've been really encouraging when I say, Hey, like, you know, what about like, you know, when I pitched Savage Avengers, I basically, I said, you know, I'd love to, what if we did Conan versus the Terminator in the Hyborian Age, but with a Deathlock um, instead of a Terminator. And um, and then we can sort of, for, you know, the, 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 then we can have like a Terminator 1 
in the Hyborian Age, and then we can sort of shift to a Terminator 2 in, in, in the far future of 2099. Um, and I've, you know, between that and things like um, Die Hard in the Baxter Building with, with uh, uh, Fantastic Four and uh, the things I've done with Avengers Unlimited and 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 uh, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, um, it feels really great because it feels like all the way I built my career as an indie creator, um, I'm just able to sort of take that same toolkit and apply it to the Marvel universe. And um, Marvel has been really supportive um, uh, and really excited with the stuff that I've been pitching them. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so more more cool stuff to come um, that you'll be seeing uh, in in 2023. Awesome. I, I feel so silly now because I did not, I mean, I, I see, I see the, the Conan versus the Terminator, but the yeah. second arc of Savage Avengers is totally Terminator too. Cause they have the, yeah. the freaking arm. I totally, yeah. I, I totally, <laughs> I totally miss that. Um, I, I just, so I read volume one, um, yeah. but I was behind and, sure. and caught up you know, I, I caught up to prep for our interview uh, yeah. this morning. I read, I read the the new issues of Savage Avengers, and like, dude, you're you're so good. You're Thank so you. at home already, and this is like still. You know, I, I know you're seven issues in, going on mm -hmm. eight, and you have more scripts already for this, and I'm and 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 sounds like future stuff too. Um, so I know like it's not like new to you because you've been yeah. working on this for a long time, but as consumers, right. Yeah. It's, it's, you're still, you're not, you're not even, you know, 10 issues in. Uh, so in, in that sense, you're, you're still kind of like new in the Marvel world sure. and everything like it just, it feels like you've been here for a really, really long time. It, it, and, and like, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. And the, the team first, I've, I've always liked the Savage Avengers title. Um, yeah just just like west coast because it's like it's an avengers book it's a team book it's cool but it gives you guys it so it, this isn't like silly like west coast is sometimes but right. it's 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 at times outlandish right yeah. it's so it's so big and preposterous but it, yeah. you make it work right and how you bring these these characters together um when i reviewed the issue one like you know i just as a as a new way to like kick off a team book like the way the way you do jump cuts and and yeah. your and your cuts progress into the narrative too like you're very good at at structuring um and i think it's kind of risky too cuz and, and again like you know great great creators take risks right but the right. the way you the way you cut like back and forth to to future or past or and and, and again that it correlates so great with like the time jumps and the and mm -hmm. the craziness um but it's never like jarring it's like maybe mm -hmm. jarring for half a second but then you're like oh like you know it, it right. takes like a panel or two to orient you um and it's cool because it, it feels like we are as the audience being jostled around in the time stream right and and it's yeah. it's fun and exciting and uh, like like any great comic like you know you turn the page and you don't really know what's going to happen ever uh <laughs> yeah. and and then but but it, it makes sense too like after you, when you think about it you're like oh yes okay boom like i get this now right. uh and savage avengers is 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 great uh at that like i i just Thank it's you. so it, i've not i don't know that i've really read a marvel book like that like it's it's cool to have this new voice at marvel not a new like you're not a new voice in comics you know you right. you've you've planted your heels like you're here we know you you know um but you know like your your big two premiere i just i, I mean i'm i look at other creatives man and, and like people that have made that jump from indie to big two like 
you know, it's just, some had rockier starts, you know, <laughs> and or or you know, uh, or or maybe did like. I mean, even when they brought in Jim Lee with Claremont, like Jim Lee did like a couple issues here and a couple issues there. They didn't just like, they're like, X-Men's yours, take it over, baby. And like, right. you have this whole team, this whole, and, 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 and like I said, I don't know, man, it's, I don't know how you did it. Uh, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you did. And, and I'm glad that I'm glad you were noticed. Cause like I said, I love your indie work and I think. I think Marvel needs more of that. Like they, yeah. you know, fresh, fresh voices are, are important, you know, across the whole spectrum of comics, indie and big two. And so it's, it's just, it was really cool um, to like, see you go from like point A to point B to point badass. Right. And, and like, <laughs> and, and it's, it's just awesome. And, and I'm so excited for like more issues and, and like this future 2099 stuff. Like it's, it's amazing that the, the death lock twist that, I, I won't, even though like it's old news, I don't want to spoil it. Cause I'm going to, you know, I, I want to hype your, I want to hype volume one and, and have people like new, new, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything for, for like new readers for you. But when we find out who this Deathlock is, like, that's one of my favorite Marvel creators, dude. And I was like, totally on board with that. I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Like, Ooh, like it just like, like the, the hairs on my neck, like stood up, man. I like, I felt Thank the electricity you. of, of like great comic booking and i'm really uh, glad that people seem to respond well to that twist i won't i because you don't want to spoil it i won't spoil it here either but i i uh yeah that was something that i i my editor and i uh tom rewart um i talked about that fairly early on was that uh death lock could be anybody mm-hmm. um and uh i had pitched i had pitched a name for death lock that i had actually wanted to be a death lock for a long time and um tom rightly said well you know like that's fine but you could probably there's probably somebody else out there who's like a little more additive like who has like powers and 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 um and so i i thought about it for a little while and i i then it kind of like hit me like a lightning bolt and i I was like tom what do you think about this guy as 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 our death lock you know you know you know, we, we treat him with the utmost respect, you know, like I, I'm a big fan of the character. In fact, if you look up that character's Wikipedia page, you might see a, a quote from me uh, on it, <laughs> um, uh, from his first issue. So, um, and yeah, people seem to have really responded well to, to, to that, which I, I appreciate. And it's, it's been kind of fun writing that character in a, in a, in a very different way, um, mm-hmm. in a way that I, I, I don't think I would have ever expected. I think though to get to your to your earlier point, um, I mean, you know, I think I think the thing that I've been really fortunate and and really grateful for, you know, you're saying I'm glad they noticed you, and and what's funny is and and, and Tom has written about this in 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 uh, his his newsletters, which if you haven't checked out his Substack, you really should subscribe to it. I think it's a really if you want to know kind of how the industry works behind the scenes, um, Tom is sort of a, a must read. Uh, newsletter. I, I read it every week. It comes out because I want to learn Tom more. Brevoort? Brevoort? Yeah, Tom Brevoort. Yeah. And um, the the thing is, he's, he said it in his, his newsletter. Um, I've been in contact with Tom since my very first book came out, Spencer and Locke. And wow. the thing is, is that um, I, for those who don't know me, you know, I, I spent a decade uh, as a reviewer. Um, I was the reviews editor at Newsarama uh, for, for over a decade. Um, and uh, that wound up being kind of a double-edged sword for me. On the one hand, I think it was a great boot camp. Um, you know, it sort of it, it made me kind of have be forced to to look at at 
comics and figure out like, what do I like? What don't I like? How do I articulate that? How do I incorporate the things I like into my own toolkit? And how do I kind of avoid other people's mistakes? Um, so in that sense, it was helpful. But I think on, on the downside, you know, I, uh, what happens when you become a, a longtime reviewer and one who is is not going to sort of is someone who's, who's, who's going to approach it with a, a tough but fair mindset, which is how I always try to approach it. Is um, you might rub some people the wrong way, um, <laughs> and and there's also I think a worry that you know it's sort of a those who can't do. Yeah, you know, um, like you know, maybe I, I think there are a lot of reviewers out there, and not to denigrate any of the amazing reviewers out there, but I think there are plenty of reviewers out there who it's, it's it is a little bit of armchair quarterbacking um that like if you if you had to put them in the same situation where you have to turn into script in this level of time i'm not sure they would be able to deliver the goods at the level that like you know i i, mm-hmm. I and i understand that like it's it's one of those things there's so much i didn't know about the industry when i was a reviewer and this is coming off of i was a dc intern when i started like there's just there's so there's only so much theory that you can absorb through osmosis without kind of putting it into practice and realizing like where the distortion lies. So anyway, I, I, I th- that was a roundabout way of saying that I think there were a lot of people, a lot of editors out there who were just like, oh, well, you know, this guy, he can write reviews, but, you know, does he have what it takes to be a creator? And so I actually, looking back on it, I'm really grateful for that because like I said, this already feels kind of like my me- medical residency. Uh, you know, it's 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 intense. It's it's you know, it's a lot of late nights, a lot of long hours, um, which I love and I appreciate that. But I don't know if I would have been able to hack it if I had done this with just Spencer and Locke under my belt. You know, mm. I, I had to go through a lot of different um, uh, crucibles to kind of get to where I'm at. Um, you know, I had to do two volumes of Spencer and Locke. I had to do go into the chapel. You know, despite that kind of being an uphill fight because it's direct market counter programming. I, you know, had to do a, a Kickstarter for the OZ, um, two of them, I'm packing the second one right now. Um, you know, uh, doing Scouts Honor um, at Aftershock with uh, with Mike Martz, um, you know, who Mike Martz and Christina Harrington, who are both, you know, former Marvel editors. So, you know, just showing that I could do the work, you know, on top of like, you know, a bunch of different anthology stories, um, all that combined, I think, Tom rightly realized like, oh, okay, he's not going away. Like he's got yeah. the staying power to do this. And, and, and he's, 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 he's logged in the hours that we could trust him with something like Savage Avengers. And um, I, every time I, I, I attack a script now, I, I, I say to myself, well, I don't want that faith to go, you know, unrewarded. Um, I, I, I really, I try to leave it all out in the field for that. But I think without that level of experience, I'm not sure I could have hacked it. Um, and, and I know that as a creator, there's I've got lots of room to grow. And I'm really excited to keep logging into the hours to do that. Um, but I do think that there are creators who, you know, they can get thrown into the deep end of the pool. And then they're sort of um, judged against the same standards as people who have had a long time to perfect their craft um, and many chances to perfect their craft. Um, even with books that may not have, you know, stuck the landing the way they would have liked for it to. And that's where I'm kind of like, I, I'm really glad that I had more experience um, before I went into this, um, because I was able to kind of learn the learning curve a little bit before I was sort of put in this primetime position and, and able to make my mistakes earlier 
so I could learn from them now. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, I, 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 I think, and I, I agree with a lot of that too. Just because you've been, you know, you've you've done you've done direct market, you've done Kickstarter. I also think that your Kickstarter work and how used to well you have to do it with indie stuff too but how 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 used to like marketing yourself yeah you know you are you and it's interesting that you're still doing that with your marvel work because like (laughs) a lot of big two people don't they're just like i got this book coming out uh pre-order it thanks it's it'll be out next month and 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 where you're on your social media and you're you're continuously reminding people um like hey like uh, Electra's trending. I wonder why. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. I have a book with Electra in it. Um, and or or when you you know remind people of the new issues coming out. Like a lot of big two writers don't do that. You know, like or they'll just like or they'll retreat an AIPT article or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's, like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But it, I I just I think like that's that's where your kind of Kickstarter roots are 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 also like helping propel your your new marvel books uh and and also just like the continuous pitching of like when you said you were writing fantastic four i was like okay like done and then and then you you pitch it as like this the it's 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 diehard uh in the baxter building and i was like oh my god like and it totally is it's so good and you write sue store you write all the the care all the family wonderfully but like the care you gave to susan like and just giving her the spotlight. Uh, and, and we also, we should just know by now that when Reed locks himself in a fucking room, nothing ever ends well, right? <laughs> he, he does this every now and then, and, and it, 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 it goes astronomically bad, uh, yeah. but he continues to make this mistake. But, you know, anyway, you, you like did the first family justice. You, you remind me of, of when Chip Zdarsky did, did the, the, um, when he did the the Grimm and uh, the the Ben and Johnny the two oh, for yeah, one, the Marvel two and one, yeah, and yeah. like I wanted so badly for him to to take over Fantastic Four, and a lot of us thought like that was his kind of like prelude to a to a Fantastic Four run, right? Yeah, and, and then and then it ended up going to Slot, and I love Dan Slot too, so that was cool. But I I feel the the same way where I like when I read those two issues, and I was like, man, like. I'm I I hear Ryan North's doing. I haven't read the the new issues yet. The, it's good. Since the Ryan, reboot, Ryan's a very a very. He's, oh, he's he's super talented. But at the same time, I was like, man, like I was like, you could. I don't know, like you could. You have the chops. Like you could do it. You you have that. You have that first family like vibe in your bones. I thank you. That I mean, I, I take that as a huge compliment. And and um, yeah, you know, it's 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 uh, it's funny because when when Tom approached me about doing um. Uh, Fantastic Four. He, he, Tom Brevoort's my editor on Savage Avengers, and um, he's the Fantastic Four editor and uh, also the Moon Knight editor, which is what got me in Black, White, and Blood, um, and the Avengers editor in general, which uh, also got me Avengers Unlimited. So I've done the 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 uh, the majority of my Marvel work under Tom, and and, and I, I'll I'll work with him for as long as he'll have me. He's the best editor I've ever had. But I um, when he approached me about Fantastic Four, you said you know we're doing two issues for uh, X Judgment Day. And what's funny is like he and I kind of were on the same wavelength almost immediately that we both were like, uh, it, it needs to be a Sue story. Um, I, I feel like um, she's the character who often gets overlooked, um, which, you know, is sort of an irony given her powers. Um, but I felt like she's the character that represents Judgment Day to me. You know, if, if this is a story about faith um, and higher powers, um, 
what is faith if not a force that you cannot see but inevitably can feel and that's the invisible woman um and um and also you know it's funny the, the way that we wound up doing it um some of it was sort of a structural conceit um you know having reed kind of locked in in, in his think tank um trying to figure out a, a solve for judgment day that that was a result of me uh you know uh asking tom uh, you know basically you know if you have giant alien people eaters um, attacking the Marvel universe, you know, like Reed Richards, like is the pioneer of that thing, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, going back to Galactus. And so if he's not uh, front and center in this event, then you kind of have to justify why. Um, and I figured, well, you know, it's judgment day. It's, you know, it's 24 hours. Um, let's just, you know, figure out the Fantastic Four are literally locked at home, you know, um, and, and, and that's sort of what, what, what they're dealing with while, uh, the X-Men and the Avengers and the Eternals are off in, in, in the spotlight. Um, but even then, you know, 40 pages um, to, to tackle all that, um, it was it was very much a, okay, I, I only have a limited amount of page real estate. Um, and so I was really, I was counting out the pages saying, okay, I can devote, um, you know, 12 pages an issue to Sue. And I can give like another, you know, four to Johnny and I can give another, you know, two or three to Ben and, you know, and, 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 and then have like, you know, one to three pages of Reed. And that was sort of like, okay, well then, you know, Reed's going to be the narrator. And that way he has a presence that doesn't eat into my page count. Um, and that's often the way that I wind up tackling these scripts is, you know, I, I think the, the big, uh, limitation, which I like working against is, you know, you have a finite amount of pages to tell your story and you have a finite amount of room in each page to tell those stories. And that very quickly, you get a sense of what your structure is. And then you figure out ways to kind of layer your story that, you know, you cut things out where they're not needed and you figure out how do I stack things on top of each other to kind of make the, 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 the storyline work. And there's all sorts of cool like tips and tricks and, and tools to do that. Um, comics, you know, uh, the narrative captions are a great way to do that. Um, I, I consider that sort of like an extra audio track, so mm -hmm. to speak. Um, um, and, you know, and um, but yeah, that you know, the jump cuts, like like you were talking about with Savage Avengers, um, you know, you, you you quickly find out your rhythm um, because you know I have a story to tell, and this is the runway I have in which to do it. How do I how do I stack it to make that happen? Nice, yeah. It, it so. I loved that Reed was so present without yeah. being present. Right. Yeah, exactly. And again, like, like shout out to you as a writer. Cause you just really had a knack for his voice and, yeah. and, and so hard to write. <laughs> I, I, well, I, 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 those two issues, man, I even, even off the, the success of like the, everybody loving Savage Avengers and like, you know, you're at Marvel and you're here yeah. and, and they have faith in you. Like, I would be terrified. That's just, you know, just like if like, that's like a dream, right? You're like, Ooh, like I want to write X-Men or I want to write the Avengers or I want to do this thing. And then you get it and you're like, Oh shit, now I have to do it. Right. And the fantastic yeah. four are, that's the first family. That's this iconic property at Marvel. And, and like you said, you have 40 pages and not only that 40 pages in a crossover tie in. <laughs> so yeah. like you, you have things working against you, right? Cause already a lot of us, especially with Marvel, I love Marvel. I love the big events. A yeah. lot of the tie-ins sometimes 
are it's easy to overlook a tie-in i totally yeah, yeah and, and, totally, and, I, I get that um, and and so like if if they if, if if all marvel tie-ins for their big events were as handled as delicately and beautifully and wonderfully as as your fantastic four two issues were like i would not bat an eye at paying 150 dollars or whatever the cost is when you have to buy like you know 20 to 40 issues for a for a big marvel event right and and right. so yeah it's you just did it so well and I, I I I hope in the future they give you a shot at it because if there was a if there was a proposed like number one Fantastic Four like yeah. I I I've cut back on my variant addiction um, sure. but I would I would be hunting down I I'd be hunting down some some pricey covers if you had a if you had a F four number one coming out I'd be like I'm getting that one in fifty like that's going to be important to me. <laughs> it's a challenging book to write. I mean, um, I it's funny. Um, writing read took me about three times as long as it does any other character um just because you have to write him smart mm -hmm. <laughs> you know um and and you sort of have to filter the world through his unique cocktail of like science um and philosophy but also in this case i really wanted to highlight you know that that he loves his wife this is, mm -hmm. this is a man whose greatest superpower is being married to the invisible woman um and uh, and it's the the best thing that's ever happened to him, and he knows this, um, which I think is is something that it, uh, I I think can occasionally be overlooked in terms of his character. Yeah, it totally um, does because he comes off cold sometimes because he's so smart yeah. and he has to he has to separate himself from that family life, right? right? So that that's one of the things I loved about this was that it it it's his voice. It's totally him. It never doesn't feel not like Reed Richards, but like when he talks about like my success comes from the love I have for my wife, like a, like yeah. fuck that just like hit in all the feels. Right. And that's, and, yeah. but also like, it just really worked. Like it, it was so, so good, man. You, you, well, you I, fucking I, nailed I, it. I will say, um, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a challenging book to, to, to do. I mean, even, even two issues was, was, was a lot. And um, um, certainly I think the, the most technically challenging thing I've written in Marvel to date um, and that's why, like, I'm I'm so impressed with how effortlessly uh, Ryan North uh, has been has been doing it. Um, you know, doing some really interesting um, done in one stories um, for for his first two issues um, that really kind of focus on the characters, but also kind of they always present like an interesting science problem, mm. and that's something that Ryan is really good at tackling. Um, just very witty, um, and and just interesting clever workarounds and and ways of of of, of putting out the, the 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 pages and um i'm not surprised that people have been loving his work i mean i i feel like uh you know we're sort of seeing a, a ryan north renaissance uh uh, uh you know I, anybody who read squirrel girl shouldn't be surprised by it but um, <laughs> seeing him you know uh, crushing fantastic four seeing him crush uh, secret invasion i mean those books are in incredibly good hands um mm -hmm. and and uh Honestly, I, I, I love reading them. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, so definitely don't shed any tears on, on, on me, uh, not <laughs> around on fantastic four. Cause like, honestly, um, Ryan's killing it. And, um, uh, if you haven't been reading it, you really should pick it up. He's doing a fantastic job. Nope. No, I, I definitely, I still haven't read slots run. Like I still, I still have to go back and read slot. Like, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm behind, right? Like I don't, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I pay the 10 bucks a month for, for Marvel Un Un unlimited and, so it'll and, come and, and trying and trying to catch up. Uh, how, 
and and be honest how salty and irritated are you that you did not get two alex ross covers for, <laughs> for your fantastic four run? listen i'll i'll never be mad because uh kafu uh, uh, uh did. No, they're, they're both great covers, especially issue. I love the issue two. Covers. Yeah, those, those, I mean, Cafu did such years. an amazing job on those. Mink. I've been a Cafu fan um, since, uh, since his work on Thunder Agents back in the day. Um, so like seeing those covers, I mean, they're, 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 they're some of my favorite covers that I've gotten at Marvel. Um, and then uh, Russell Dodderman did an amazing uh, variant with Sue Storm um, that, uh, Russell's just a, a mm-hmm. more of a kind talent. I, I, you know, what I wouldn't do to to to, to work with him on interiors. Um, so, like, you know, I I can't complain. Also, my very first Marvel comic, you know, like I got a John Romita Junior variant, and you, know, you did, yeah, cool. John John uh, he did he did a Savage Avengers cover, and John is you know he's an artist that I I, I grew up with. Um, you know, Daredevil, the Man Without Fear, was like such a seminal book for me. Um, as, as, as a fan and as a creator and, um, and, you know, his, his run with JMS on Spider-Man um, with, with, with Scott Hanna inks is just, uh, I think the best the characters ever looked. And so, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never complain about the, <laughs> about the covers. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that uh, Lionel Yu um, did, you know, our first seven covers, on Savage Avengers, just main covers. I mean, uh, feels uh, incredibly lucky to me. And so, uh, uh, you know, I, I I always say anytime that there's something I really want at Marvel, I always just say, well, if I keep my head down and I do the work, eventually it'll happen. <laughs> um, and and uh, so far, so far that mindset has not let me down. So um, uh, uh, one day. <laughs> No, it's I, and, and I like I said I I really love the 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 Fantastic Four forty eight cover with the building and, and everything. Um, yeah, that was and, and Sue like Sue like all prominent like, uh, but it, it it is I did notice how um and it it kind of, I, I think it kind of started with Full Circle which I bought yeah. but still haven't read but like Alex Ross has adjusted his color palette magnificently, yeah. and we really see that in the fantastic in, in north's first issue it's mm-hmm. he's like he's using this because he's very alex ross is very rooted in realism right and 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 human and, and everything's everything is so human and real and 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 photorealistic and the the new fantastic four covers are like vibrant neon and like yeah it's just so cool and and it's so very, yeah it's, it's a cool I, evolution um he, he did that a lot in full circle as well and it's um you're right it's a really interesting way for Alex to kind of reinvent himself mm-hmm. um, while still kind of staying true to his, 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 the, the, the foundations of his style. Um, yeah. That's a really good observation. And I, I think, yeah, you know, it's like, you'll always have like original, I mean, uh, you know, Alex Ross has, you know, decades of, of, of brilliant uh, one of a kind work um, in the rear view and then seeing him kind of like try new things and play around now it's um, it is the best of both worlds. And, and, you know, and not only I like I said, like when I talked earlier about how great creatives take great risks, you know, and, um, you know, Savage Avengers doesn't read like a lot of what I've read from you. Um, it's it, it, I find you in it. Right. Because especially because I know you're writing it. I'm familiar yeah. with with your stuff. But like especially in Savage Avengers, the, the way you narrate it. Yeah. Um, and it's very like lofty and poetic and dreamlike mm-hmm. kind of um yeah. and it 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 sort of feels like older 
yeah. Marvel properties, but as not as like not as wordy and annoying. Like, and I, and I love I'm I'm terrible at this because I try and go back and and read like historical like or not well I guess they're historical, but like you know read like you know older comics that are forty you know fifty years old, and they they are there. It's trying sometimes. Like I, I respect not- what they're doing, but it just doesn't flow as well as modern comics do. And so it was yeah. cool to to see you like touch on that, but also like still like really like even when you slow it down in the exposition then you like propel us like lightning through the next scene you know it was like you had this like cool juxtaposition and and kind of homage to like stories past that i i really picked that up in in savage avengers and thought it was very cool thank you well yeah it's very much i I, you know i i think some of that came out of you know just like just like having uh reed as a narrator kind of came out of necessity um, having a narrator in Savage Avengers, absolutely. Like we, we I always laugh. You know, um, when I was putting the team together, uh, Tom really. Tom said, you know, my advice would be um, have Deathlock, Conan, Deathlock, and five characters. You know, and I said, sure, I can do that if Cloak and Dagger count as a fifth character. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and it's, it's one of those things. And since then, you know, now I've added in uh, Punisher twenty ninety nine and Doom twenty ninety nine, um, and and Ultron. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. I I you know I, I'm really enjoying what I've I've done with with these characters. But like Tom was right. Like it 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 it, it is a lot to kind of cram in together. And I it's one of those things. Looking back. Um, you know, I know now Marvel does a lot of uh, 30-page issue number ones. And um, at the time, I was kind of so new and green, I didn't ask if that would be the case. <laughs> that might have been helpful uh, if, if, if I had asked and they had, they had acquiesced. But um, as a result, like, I was kind of like, I have to cover a lot of ground in a, in a very limited amount of space. And I wanted to make sure that the Savage Avengers, like, their um, assembly... Uh, was as organic as possible. You know, that's why we had this whole story about the Mad Bomb and and sort of these characters. These are the characters that were able to kind of shake off the synthetic bloodlust uh, because they're all dealing with their own inner demons already. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, having that narrator was kind of a good way to bring readers up to speed if they don't know who these characters are um, and what their relationships are to each other. Um, um and uh, yeah, I, I it's I do feel like I I came up with like a really cool idea with the narration um, um, that we'll be sort of digging into a little bit more in future issues. But yeah, it was it was very much honestly it came out of necessity. It was sort of I can't do the purely cinematic no um, no captions thing for a book like this. Like it. Mm-hmm. it, it no one would have any context and they'd be like, I don't know what the hell's going on. (laughs) I think, I think you could have done that book exactly as written without the captions and people would have just been like, I don't get it. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been tough. And and so this was sort of a way to kind of help readers connect the dots in, 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 in a, in a more organic way, but also um, yeah, to kind of do an homage to those, to those bronze age comics, Um, you know, having Conan in, in the book, um, you know, I feel like there is sort of an expectation to kind of have that kind of language. Um, otherwise, it doesn't feel like a Conan book. And and that was sort of the balance that I was really trying to strike with Savage Avengers is on the one hand, like 
I wanted to have my own Marvel team. You know, I, I, I mean, it, it's it, these, this is an time event. out real quick. How cool is that to say? I wanted to have my own Marvel team, quote unquote, been, David, but like I've wanted, I honestly, <laughs> that... it's been, it's been almost 15 years. Um, you know, I mean, our book came out, um, it was right around the 10th anniversary of the first Avengers movie, you know, so this has been a long time coming. Um, I've, I've been thinking about stuff like this for, for over a decade. I, I, when I was teaching myself how to write scripts, um, you know, I, I did fan scripts, you know, that was sort of, you know, you, you, you write what you love. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a great, I, I think writing fan scripts, as long as you don't like try to send them to editors, um, you know, unsolicited. Yeah, that's, don't do that. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> and don't send them to creators unsolicited because they, they, they legally cannot take it. Um, um, uh, they, they will delete it immediately for, for legal protection. Um, but like my fan scripts, I had a, an Avengers team that had um, Daredevil, Cloak and Dagger in it. Um, so it's kind of nice. It's kind of cool to go full circle with that. Um, um, like I've, I everything that I've been doing with Dagger, you know, in terms of sort of, uh, you know, saying, well, if she can create light daggers, what other light constructs can she make? And if she's absorbing life force with these daggers, like maybe she can redirect it as a healer. Yeah. Um, you made Even her so added. much cooler, by the way. Like I, I like that. I don't. I'm not super familiar with Cloak yeah. and Dagger, but like, yeah. I really liked the agency that you gave Dagger, you. and then and also just like, you know, like the the bow and arrow and the healing touch, and yeah, and and, yeah. and her interaction with Anti Venom and like, like was, oh, was, oh, ah, it's, I fucking love this book, man. Thank you. I, I really like Savage Avengers. It's so good. I've wanted that love triangle since 2009. <laughs> uh, I, I, I uh, you know, I, I will say um, when I wrote it, my fan scripts, um, the uh, love triangle was with, uh, with Nova. Um, okay. Um, because uh, when I was writing those, Flash Thompson was not even a superhero yet. Um, but uh, uh, Flash, I think, I think fits very nicely uh, mm-hmm. uh, for, for a lot of similar reasons. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it blows my mind to think that in 2000, in 2022, that I um, managed to launch two different Avengers books in the same year. Um, yeah, that is just. I think if I could go back in time a decade and 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 you know when I'm sitting there uh, at the midnight showing in, in, of Avengers, um, you know, being like, in ten years you will be doing this twice. Um, <laughs> you know, it blows my mind, um, um, and it's an amazing way to 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 start a career at at Marvel. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it, it it can be a little intimidating at times. Um, it can, uh, in, and you just sort of have to take a step back and just say, you know, if they they wouldn't offer it to you if you, if they didn't think you could deliver, and then just what's the best story that you can tell with the experience you have and the skills you have, and that's mm-hmm. something that. Um, I think kind of helps me navigate some of the anxieties of being a creator from book to book is, uh, you know, I'm never going to, I like to think that I'm a better creator than I was five years ago with my first book. And I'm sure five years from now, I will be a better creator than I am now. Um, and so my, my, my feeling is, have I left 110% on the field? Have I tried something different? Have I done something that Honestly, kind of the, the stress test is just, is can I describe this quickly? You know, is this a concept that five years from now I'll be able to describe? Um, and if I can, if it, that I, I usually don't pitch it if I can't do that. But, mm. you know, I know that, you know, five years from now I'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, die hard in the Baxter building. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, sword and sorcery Terminator in the Hyborian age. Um, 
followed by, you know, Terminator 2 in the year 2099. Like, I, I, I think um, those, the way that I kind of frame those concepts makes them feel a little more evergreen to me. Hmm. And, um, and yeah, I feel like as long as I'm trying something different, I, I, I feel like I, um, I, 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 I'll never be ashamed of the work I put out, even if, you know, five years from now, I'm, I'm hopefully putting out a much better work than I am now. Well, I mean, you can, in, in my opinion, and I'm not just saying this because, because yeah. you're, you're, you know, we're, we're, we talk sometimes too outside yeah. of, of stuff, you know, and, 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 you know, you're, you've, you've been like, you've always been re- very kind to me as like a, a reviewer, podcasters, nerd. And, and, yeah. but I, I do, I see it, man. Like I, I, I loved your first stuff, but you are, you're getting, you're getting better. You're getting, um, I mean, you, you started great, but you're escalating into a place where you can, you can throw your voice kind of right. And you're, yeah. you're, you're trying new things and, yeah. and, and succeeding, which is so, so cool. So yeah, like I would, I, I can't wait to see where you are five years Thank from you. now. Um, I do want to ask yeah. the, the Marvel infinite, the, the, the digital yeah. only stuff like, yes. is that deadline pacing stuff like that is is it is it different to kind of write for that yeah also structure like when you think about their digital layout and page turns are sometimes different with guided view very different is is that like a is that a clusterfuck when you're scripting that out actually um i love it i mean i'm 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 writing some more stuff on unlimited that hasn't been announced yet um so i'm actually i'm in the middle of that right now um and no, um, actually, in in certain ways, um, unlimited, unlimited is a little easier for me. Hmm. Um, I I don't. I feel like I am still working on how to best leverage the format of the infinite scroll, and I'm I'm actually, I'm 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 outlining something right now that I I hope that that if my editors like it and 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 the artist, you know, we're able to kind of you know, uh, find that groove, I think we'll really kind of cement that in a way that I, I, I don't know if I've, I've gotten to yet um, on, on my other unlimited work. But I, I think in general, you know, you're, you're operating on a, on a smaller page count, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in fact, the way that I write it, I don't even write it page-wise because, you know, there's, there's no page turn. Yeah. Um, I write it just in terms of panels. I, I usually try to do everything the scripts I've turned in, I try to shoot for the 40 to 42 panel mark, um, mm-hmm. knowing that like there are inserts or there are split screens or triple split screens. Um, but I think what's helpful to me in that in that regard is when you're writing for a print comic, you know, you have to say, all right, I have X amount of pages to tell this story. But not only that, I only have X amount of real estate per page. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, for me anyway, I have to really agonize like, okay, I only have four to six panels on this page. And I need to have a certain amount of splash pages or splash pages with like a letterbox on the top and or bottom. So my artist doesn't kill me. Um, whereas for unlimited, you, you, it's really just, okay, I have 40 to 42 beats to, okay. to, to fit in this chapter. And so that does take a lot of the guesswork out of it for me. Um, I think also you do have a reduced word count. Um, and so that's something that like, I, 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 I have to kind of, work extra hard to fit in but um i i mean my unlimited scripts often come much faster as a result because i'm not having to agonize about the panel placement Um, and i'm not i'm not really writing with narrative captions you don't really have room for that i 
I tend to use info captions if I'm doing something with like an Avengers team, for example, where like you have a bunch of characters and so you want to do like a quick pithy way of um, introducing everybody. Um, but uh, no, I really enjoy it. And I feel like it is, um, I, I understand is, is the infinite scroll as a way of telling the story, I think is overlooked um, at the big two. And I think DC is doing some interesting stuff, you know, with their, with their webtoon line. Although I think that is very, it is targeted towards the webtoon audience. So I think the mm-hmm. stories are not what you would be reading in, in like a normal big two setting. You know, it, it is very much, it, and I don't say this to denigrate it, it's not at all, um, but it's, it's very much, you can see it is a webtoon story that is using the DC licensed characters. Yeah, definitely. Versus a DC story that is told in the webtoons format. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, and that's that's something that I've been chasing in my unlimited work. Um, and like I said, I like I really love the way that like Avengers: The Black Ledger came together. I feel like we, and I think this this is because like this was my first time writing for Unlimited, and I think I imagine um, Farid Karami and Alan Robinson and um, David Tinto who, who who did the art on it. I imagine this is probably their first times working on Unlimited as well. So like we're still kind of figuring out the format a little bit. So I think it was a well-told story. I wish that we had leveraged the infinite scroll format more. Mm. And um, um, and like I said, I'm, I'm working on some more stuff now that uh, if it all works out, I think hopefully we'll leverage that even more. Um, but it's a really interesting format and um, one that I think actually – streamlines itself really nicely in the scripting stage and um uh and it's something that i really hope catches on with the readership um um and then if anybody's interested uh actually you can look up um the first chapter of avengers unlimited that i wrote um with a cap and iron man um that is free on the marvel website so if you google that um uh you'll be able to kind of check out what we're doing oh cool speaks to your interests yeah because i remember when they relaunched the marvel unlimited app um yeah and both I I tell people all the time, like both Marvel and DC, their their apps, the, their services are absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And like, especially when you realize how expensive comic books get if you try and yeah. stay up to date, right? And um, you know, I think it's what three months, uh, three months Marvel drops it or six Something months, like so that. three or six months. Yeah, but it it feels like they when they when they relaunched the app and they they dropped this infinite deal, like there was they put out so many infinite comics like all at once right it was like almost intimidating and it was like wow there's so much and and now they keep they keep putting more out like um is it is it a struggle to get noticed um and again like you you are better than most at reminding your audience like hey i've got these books here that you need to check out whereas like some people do and don't do that but there's just um like it's just it seems like every time i open the app i'm like oh i didn't know I did like, yeah. like they, there's a Jeff book. I love Jeff, the land shark. And I didn't really know about that until they announced that they were going to print it now. Right. right. Like they're going to, and I was like, I was like, what? I was like, how did I miss this? And, and I like to think I'm fairly in tune. I mean, I, I can't, no one can keep track of everything. Right. I don't, I'm, I'm solo. I don't have like a team of minions to be like, you cover <laughs> this and you cover that. Um, right. But do you, do you feel like it's a, it's a struggle to, to stand out in that, in that digital territory? I think it's, it's a little, it's different. It's okay. different. I, I think, I think the, 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 the objective feels different to me. 
you know, I, I think when it comes to like a print comic, you know, you have to figure out like, all right, how do I get the word out? How do I get people to pre-order it so we can, you know, make sure that the book doesn't get canceled, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and make sure that like the retailers get fed and 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 all that. Whereas um, I think for Marvel Unlimited, I think it is it is meant to have content f- to 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 further justify the app like you know the app has all the back issues that are coming out you know um so people can sort of stay abreast of what's going on albeit a a little bit later than than the the wednesday warriors but i think you know they you know similar to like hbo max you know you want to have some content that is exclusive to the app to make sure that like there's a reason for people to go on there and i think for that i think it's just casting a wide net is what matters the most um you know for me I I um I consider myself really fortunate because like I know that yes every week there'll be another Avengers Unlimited chapter up but for anybody who reads that chapter and wants to start from the beginning I'm number 1 you know I'm I'm mm. 1 through 6 and um you know and you've seen that like there's ways to discover like I saw that they had some Avengers Unlimited stuff they had um a story that was like a Black Panther Namor team up that came out right around uh, Wakanda forever. Hmm. Um, so, you know, there, there are ways to kind of hook things on, on, on a time peg, um, you know, as far as multimedia is concerned, but I think it's ultimately the objectives are different. Like, you know, I'm not going to get the book canceled because I'm contracted <laughs> for, you know, a six chapter arc and yeah. then it's off to the next people. Um, and, and, uh, and on top of that, you know, like, so I think it's, it's, if somebody, if my work happens to be the thing that's noticed, great. Um, but it's also, it's evergreen, you know, there's going to be inevitably people who, you know, are going to, you know, binge, um, you know, whether it's Jeff, the land shark or, you know, or Spider-Verse Unlimited or whatever, um, that, you know, they might read the whole thing and then eventually they read your stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 it, and it pops up. I mean, I, is it, is it, I, I treat it like, you know, any sort of balanced breakfast. Like, of course, like I, I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't want to do, you know, uh, print books, um, you know, but it's kind of, it's a, it's a nice way to sort of have something on the side going. Um, and it's a nice way to, I, I mean, I'm still kind of swinging for the fences. I mean, and, you know, when I pitched this thing for Avengers Unlimited, um, I was very much like, you know, I would have pitched this if I, you know, for a print Avengers run. Um, I will say the shorter chapters, though, are helpful because I think it really focuses you. You know, like we were able mm-hmm. to kind of do like an old school Justice League story where we had three chapters, each with a different pairing of Avengers. And then we had a fourth chapter that kind of tied it all together. And then chapters five and six, the Avengers are back together and we're splitting them up into different pairs. Um, and that's something that's a little similar to, to something I'm working on now um, where it's, it's, it's sort of like that, but with a different kind of twist. Um, but I think it lends itself almost like the, uh, like an anthology format, you know, you can do okay. a one-off thing. Jim Zub did a really interesting one with uh, Leo Romero or is a day in the life of Jarvis, the Butler, you know, um, <laughs> where like, that's not really a story that might necessarily like justify like a print, thing although maybe like you know it could be a cool backup story if you did like an anniversary issue but i think for the format of unlimited you're like oh that's like a cool little one-off um where it's like really well made and it's really beautifully drawn and it it feels really heartfelt and um 
and I don't think anybody's going to gripe about like, oh, well, you know, you know, no one's going to gripe about any particular story being worth the full subscription because that's the subscription is you get a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. stories. Um, but it's kind of one of those, you know, it becomes an all you can eat buffet and you're not saying, oh, well, you know, I, I, I paid $15 for a mozzarella stick. But you're like, oh, I got the mozzarella stick and I got the fried ravioli and I got the onion rings. And like, you know, any one of these things on their own. Eh, yeah, of course, you wouldn't be thrilled just buying, you know, an onion ring for $15. But with all these things combined, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I paid 15 for the all you can eat buffet. And uh, that was kind of rad. OK, I gotcha. Um, all right. So you you mentioned real quick a, a while back that you're you're still you're working on fulfillment for OZ2 and i know yes. you had you had some hiccups there and, yeah. and you just i know you posted recently the 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 manhouse cover you, you all got the those back in um, there, all the good yes so you're the- you still you're doing all this by yourself still like you still yeah. use a fulfillment center yes i am a one man fulfillment center um which you know that that's that's probably the only big challenge at this point is it's you know i i got to juggle deadlines on top of getting people books that 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 they paid for um and so that 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 is a little bit of a challenge um you know and it's sort of it's one that i'm just kind of tackling one day at a time um um, but yeah you know it's one of those things um you know things are, are are a little crazy as far as as publishing in general is concerned um you know we we had some hiccups as far as our printer was concerned that were totally unavoidable you know without having a crystal ball um, but you know, for those who aren't aware, um, you know, their uh, paper shortages have been a huge mm. thing in the publishing industry since the pandemic, and it's because um, a lot of the uh, the wood pulp, which ordinarily would go towards paper products, um, they're going towards cardboard for shipping for for places like Amazon, and so um, you know, finding paper is difficult. Um, our printer, Comic Impressions. Um, they had a, a mechanical issue with their printing press. And so the way that just, to, you know, um, the way the printing presses work is um, they they uh, they have um, CMYK um, uh, uh, plates. So um, cyan, yellow, magenta, and I don't remember what K stands for. It's, it's, it's not black, but it's basically black. Um, <laughs> and uh, what happened was they had a mechanical issue with the yellow plate. And so they basically, you know, the plates need to be at a specific spot when they're putting down the paper. And this plate was kind of shaking a little bit. And so what would happen is, you know, the pages were coming out blurry or sometimes mm. there'd be just a page that just didn't have the yellow at all. And, um, you know, it was one of those things um, the, the 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 printer didn't catch that before they shipped it. And so I got the books. I noticed it immediately. Um, the printer was very nice about it. Um, um, and they were like, of course, we'll make this right. We're going to get this printed as soon as we can. It's just, you know, again, they're dealing with paper shortages. Everything's a little bottleneck. And then they printed our books and um, uh, Hurricane Ian hit. Yeah. Um, they're, they're based in Fort Myers, Florida. And thank goodness uh, none of the books were were affected uh, by the hurricane. But, um, you know, of course, it took a little longer to just ship because um, their warehouse had been damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they were still kind of, they were literally like, you know, digging out of, of there were books that were damaged by all this. Um, and then, yeah, we had a, a slight hiccup with one of our variant covers. Um, they, it, honestly, it was, it, again, it was a mechanical thing. They, they fed in um, a page out of order. Um, so we've just, we were just waiting for them to reprint it and send it our way, but thankfully that all arrived, um, uh, last 
this week, this week or last week, um, and I finally got a chance to, to to go through all of them and confirm that they're they're all good to go. But yeah, you know, it's now it's just it's just a packing and shipping, um, and just trying to like juggle a couple like very breaking deadlines while I'm doing it. Um, um, and you know, it's 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 a process. Um, my 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 partner Claire. Um, unfortunately had some, some medical stuff over the summer. Um, she, uh, she got a uh, blood clots in her leg. Uh, post COVID. Oh, no. So that sort of also is kind of, you know, that, that adds to, to slow down is that yeah. you know, we, we got to juggle medical appointments and there's only sort of, sort of so much that she can lift, you know, just because of her mobility is still a little impacted. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a process. I mean, thankfully, you know, it's a little easier to do than, um, the first time we did this. Cause like, I know how it works. It's just, mm. honestly, it's just man hours. You know, it's just literally just packing and sorting and shipping. And it just, it takes, it takes a lot out of the best of us. Yeah. Um, so it is. Well, and and uh, your, your last Kickstarter did well too. So it was like, you, yes. it's like great that you have all these backers. Right. But then when you're, when you're packing and sorting and shipping, you're yeah, like, I have to fulfill all these orders. <laughs> I think we're shipping. I think we're shipping upwards of 650 packages. Wow. Um, of varying degrees of complexity. So I, 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 I uh, like I said, the books exist. I promise they're coming. Um, this is not a matter of, you know, I, I, I want to assure everybody it is certainly not a, oh, like, do the books not exist? Is like the guy taking the money and running? No, <laughs> um, not, not even in the slightest. Um, I've got, I've got, I think it's 25 boxes of, of singles um, uh, plus my, the, the trades of uh, other other books and it's just it is just a matter of uh of packing them um and uh yeah you know it's, it's one of those things when i had done the kickstarter based on the original timing i was like you know oh yeah this you know this would have been a perfect timing for me to do a bunch of packing and shipping and unfortunately just you know um the realities of, of post-pandemic world kind of uh, thwarted that schedule a little bit yeah um, and so now I'm packing them sort of in the midst of, uh, 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 of, of wrapping up some, 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 some breaking deadlines. Um, so it'll happen. It'll come out. Um, uh, the books exist. They look great. Um, and, and I apologize for anybody who's waiting. <laughs> I swear it's, it's all coming in. Um, it's just, uh, it's just me shipping all of them at this point. So uh, uh, any complaints, uh, feel free to send them to me. And uh, I, I, I promise. <laughs> it hasn't been good. that long. I've, I've it, definitely it waited They're longer coming. on other um, Kickstarters. I feel, I feel awful that it has taken this long. And um, again, sort of everything with the printer has sort of made things challenging. Um, on top of just like, I, I, uh, I'm lucky enough to have a bunch of deadlines. Um, but, you know, it's also, I have a bunch of deadlines. Yeah, um, you got shit to do. I, I, uh, I uh, don't want to put anybody out. Um, I'm sorry. No, but yeah. What'd you say? I'm sorry? Oh, I was just saying you got shit to do. Like it's you got other <laughs> you got other stuff. But yeah, but it's yeah, but still I, like I, I said, I it's up. it hasn't been that long. It really has. Like I just I just was asking because uh, I knew um, I just can't imagine like dealing with Marvel deadlines and then like oh I have like five extra minutes. Let's let's pack all these kids. Yes, that <laughs> is uh, that is what a lot of creators tell me. <laughs> um, and and. Yeah, it's 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 coming together uh, slowly but surely. But um, yeah, it's definitely. I'm gonna be real glad when I've done that. Um, in part because then we can like start also thinking about the the the, the next Kickstarter. Um, because you know Ruben uh, Rojas is doing some terrific work on on the next issue, and um, and also just some more other Kickstarter things that I want to do um, after that. So um, I, I cool. 
yes, this will continue to be a thing for as long as Kickstarter is a viable platform. I love the platform. I want to do more with it. I love our Kickstarter backers. Um, so I don't want anybody to ever feel like, oh, he's Marvel now. He's, he's not going to fulfill his, his, <laughs> his obligations to Kickstarter. On the contrary, um, I plan on doubling down on the platform uh, in 2023 and beyond. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's cool, man. Because I, I was kind of wondering that, like, just, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't think you were like, I, I, I don't think that you would put the mentality out that like, well, I'm above this now. But no. with all these opportunities you're having at Marvel, like, I'm, it, you know, it, it, it takes up time. Right. And, and, and you also have, you know, you have your partner, you have your dog, you have a life on top of all this other shit. Right. So like, you know, you gotta, you know, just like we talked about earlier, like burnout is real and you have to be careful and, and give yourself time to live and breathe and and enjoy yourself. Right. Um, so yeah, I I was kind of wondering what, what your independent comic book making would, would be like after all this. Cause I mean, I, I like, you know, when, when you're getting to like play in the, in the Marvel sandbox, like that's, that's gotta be distracting too. When you're like, Oh, like they're giving me like this digital Avengers book and Oh, I have Savage Avengers and like, Oh, they gave me two issues on fantastic four. And it's like, and you're killing it. You're doing all these things well. And so like, if Marvel has any sense in them, like they're going to keep offering you these like cool little nuggets, right. To like, yeah. To play uh, with. Well, and, and, and for me, I, I, you know, everybody has told me this and I, I firmly agree is like, you want to have a balanced a balanced breakfast, so to speak. Mm. You know, I, I love doing Marvel work. I want to continue doing Marvel work. Um, but I also want to make sure that I'm still doing independent work as well. And so, um, you know, I, my goal is to do, you know, something, you know, an original series every year, if I cool. can. Um, and uh, actually, I do have something coming next year. Um, I don't know the specific date yet, but I have uh, my first horror series is supposed to come out next year. Um, we were, it was supposed to actually come out this year, but we had, a, 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 a some artist scheduling stuff that, that had to push it to next year. Um, but I'm very excited about that. Um, and, uh, and more OZ, uh, for sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll make up for lost time next year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely want to keep that up. You know, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to, to Grand Theft Astro, um, you know, uh, uh, for, for that to, to see the light of day, yeah. uh, either, either through Kickstarter or through a publisher. Um, we're, we're sort of in, in discussions about that right now. Um, and I do have a few other, uh, original things that, uh, I, you know, I've been chipping away at, um, that, uh, uh, we'll hopefully have some conversations about that in the next year or two to come. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, like, like I say, you know, keeping busy is sort of, it's the best thing that you can hope for in this business. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been really fortunate to be very busy uh, since last July. And um, I, I hope that continues. I really, uh, and I'm excited to see, you know, not just like what other like licensed things that like I, I can get thrown at me. Although of course I, 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 I'm happy to tackle just about anything. Um, but also just, I want to keep stretching myself as a creator. And I think original work is a great way to do that. Um, yeah. you know, playing around in different genres, playing around with different tones. And just, I think for me, it's just really figuring out, like you said, I have a finite amount of time. And so it's really just kind of making sure that I focus on projects that are worth that time. Um, and, and, you know, I, I have, there have been things that I've pitched that in, in, in you know, that I've thought afterwards, like, oh, you know, is that really going to be worth like six months of my time? Mm. Not maybe, maybe kind of shelve that. And um, 
Um, and I think that's where kind of doing stuff at the big two has been really useful is that um, having that framework of a licensed character and then you're sort of able to throw in kind of a high concept adventure around that, it kind of does become greater than the sum of its parts yeah. a, a bit. Um, and so I, I think that has been kind of useful in keeping those muscles limber. And um, But I'm really kind of excited for to keep to keep growing as an independent creator as well and 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 so uh like i said uh more cool stuff coming in 2023 um i'm about two-thirds finished through this horror series now um and uh i'm very excited for uh readers to get to to to, to check it out it's with a with an all-new publisher that i haven't worked with before um but uh i uh, I've, I've worked with this editor before and uh very excited to be uh riding shotgun with them again Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you got cards up your sleeves, man, cuz uh, any anything with your name on it I buy, I read, I love. Um well, I love you know, no pressure. I I've loved, you know, <laughs> just, you got to keep it you got <laughs> you got to keep it going. Uh I got I got two more quick very important hey. questions. Yeah, yeah. One coming off of Fantastic 4, Die Hard in the Baxter building. It's December. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, I, I, I don't. If you said I don't know, no, I don't know how there's no. I was never going to interview again. It's set at a Christmas party. How is it not? You know, there's, there's all the Santa's uh, Santa references. Like anybody who doesn't think that that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, I assume it's because it's in Los Angeles and there's no snow in Los Angeles. Which like, <laughs> I live in LA. Like you, that's it's it just it's it's a, almost a statistical impossibility. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, it is 100% a Christmas movie and. Uh, I would fight anybody who, who who says otherwise. Nice. I also love how you had Sue say yippee ki yay. Like, oh yes. my god, she said oh, the thing. So good. She said the thing. <laughs> um, I, I I also I liked our our little nod to uh, ho ho ho. Now I have a shotgun. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, that was that 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 part. I and people. I feel like I feel like that was the moment that everybody seems to uh, uh, talk about with that is uh, uh, Sue busting out of a Cree pocket battlefield using the severed head of a mindless one. I was like, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, if, if that's the legacy I go out on with fantastic four, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It was a cool, it was a, it was a great moment. Uh, and then, and then finally um, with, with all your success so far at Marvel and, and more to come, but just how, how you've just rooted yourself already as like a, as like a, a powerhouse storyteller. Um, what's, What's like your dream Marvel gig? Like what property at Marvel are you like salivating mm. at the mouth for? I said salivating at the mouth. Where else would you salivate? That's, yeah, let's well, not go there. That's not <laughs> good. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, um, there are a lot of characters that I, I, I would love to, to, to tackle at some point. Um, you know, I'd love to do more Moon Knight. Um, Doctor Strange is a great one. Um, I, I, I saw that uh, Jed McKay is relaunching it and uh, couldn't be in better hands. Jed, Jed is such a fantastic uh, writer. I just started his uh, his magic series. Uh, I want to get is. caught up to read Rich's new issue and not yeah. I have 20, 21 issues to read. <laughs> it's good. Um, you know, I, I, anything Avengers related, I, I love writing the Avengers. Um, so, do you like so team books? Like, uh, do you do, do you I like do, team I books do kind of gravitate, solo titles? You think? You know how like they, they 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 have the scientific theory that like everything evolves to the shape of a crab. Like for me, it's like everything evolves to the shape of an ensemble book. Um, like I I um 
I, 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 I pitched something recently that, um, that, that, that didn't make it across the finish line, but I, I'm still very happy with that pitch. And, um, it was, it was definitely, it was, it was, it was something for an individual character that like very quickly morphed into an ensemble. Thing. <laughs> um, so I, I love ensemble characters uh, or ensemble books. Um, uh, you know, Spider-Man, I'd love a crack at, 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 at Spidey. I feel like I've written two Spider-Men already with, uh, uh, Miles Morales and, uh, and, and Anti-Venom. Um, so, uh, I would love to tackle something with, uh, with Pete. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, uh, Iron Man, Iron Man would be kind of fun. Um, I keep, I keep seeming to want to write genius characters, even though I've already said on the record that writing genius characters, it's hard. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I firmly believe that there are like no bad characters, um, in Marvel. I, I I really I can probably think on like one hand the number of characters that I don't think I would have like an angle for, um, but I think I think it's just you know uh, what kind of swing you know or, it, 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 does 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 an editor want to take on it, um, and uh, uh, but yeah I think I mean I was just talking with a buddy the other day about like oh you know if I had you know what would I do if I had like the new warriors. You know, like, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, that, that's sort of um, what I do when I'm not writing is I just daydream about what I would, what else I would be <laughs> writing. Um, and uh, Marvel is such a great place to do that. Um, and I'm sure DC is as, as well. I, 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 I haven't done any work with them. Um, but uh, that's the cool thing about playing in these, these big, the big two sandbox is like, there's so much history and that's great for, to draw from, but it's even better to remix. And so, mm that's the kind of thing that I, I, I hope to keep doing at Marvel uh, for, for, for the long haul. And, um, and it, it, as far as I know, I mean, well, not as far as I know, <laughs> that makes it sound like I'm not sure about, um, I, you know, I, I, I know I have stuff uh, uh, with them um, through next year. Um, that's going to be uh, uh, very exciting and kind of stays true to that remix ethos. Cool. Um, and uh yeah, beyond that, um, uh, it's uh, it's whatever the editors uh, uh, hit me up for. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tackle any of it. Well, it sounds like 2023 is going to be a, a good year for David Popoe, so I'm yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, I, I've kept you for a while, and, oh, and I, again, I I appreciate. I, I always love talking to you, man. You 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 hype me up. You get you oh, you like. You make me excited about comic books again uh and and you just you have like you have a really great attitude you're very humble and it's it's a good reminder for a lot of us that like hard work really does sometimes i feel like me per, and i know other people feel like it too like sometimes people get in that like sad lonesome spot where it's like hard work doesn't always pay off but like then you get that reminder and and i and i see like what you've done over the last couple of years and and like hustling does matter hustling can pay off it can get you where you need to be it can give you opportunities you never thought you would get and it's so cool to see that happening for you right now i totally you totally deserve it um I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Like I really do love your stories. Uh, I said it before, but you, that, that proposed charm you infuse into your narratives. Like there's nothing like it on the shelves right now. And, and I'm really hoping that uh, with uh, Savage Avengers uh, volume one, which comes out today, um, which you can buy anywhere and you totally should. Um, it's, if this is your first time interacting with, with David's pro or, you know, David's writing and storytelling, like you're in for a treat. Uh, if you're used to his indie stuff, 
you're all you're still in for a treat like savage avengers volume one is great um it's a wonderful like on top of being a great team book it's a great conan story so if you love conan you really should check it out um it's 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 so cool are you gonna sell some of these on your shop like sign yeah if anybody I, wants I have them. to update it um but yes I, I i i will add that to my to my web store um soon um and yeah also um you know if, if you're uh, at your local comic shop today uh, savage adventures number eight is also out our, our latest issue um uh so if you want to catch up on the whole series um this 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 one's a a doozy um it's going to end on uh quite the surprising note um uh you're going to be uh getting really mad at me wondering where when issue nine is coming out. <laughs> um so definitely definitely do not miss issue eight if you've uh, been reading anything that we've been doing this one's the game changer um I've, I've been waiting for this issue to come out for months so uh don't miss it um because it's gonna knock your socks off that's great because that's how i felt after reading seven like at the end of seven i was like whoa <laughs> so that's... this is gonna make seven seem real quiet uh, <laughs> that's uh, awesome. this is this this is I, when you read it, let me DM me. Let me know what you think because it's uh, it's I, I'm I'm I've I've been uh, I've been itching for this one for a long time. That is that is exciting news. Well, David, the, the polite podcast host that I am, this is where um, I I I want everybody I want everybody to know like where to follow you. Like yeah. um or, or well like Hive is kind of in a weird place right now. I don't it's not working, <laughs> but like you know uh, uh Substack. I almost said mongoose mastodon <laughs> where, yeah. where do we where do we keep track yet i'm at uh, i'm at twitter and hive at pepos d um and instagram at pepos d um i'm at david pepos comics on facebook um you can subscribe to my newsletter pep talks at bit.ly slash pep news uh, i gotta write an update for that very soon it's been a minute um and uh yeah but uh twitter is still where i'm I'm most active at least for now um so uh follow me there um but also if you want to follow me uh tell your local comic shop to add any david pepos books to your pull list that would be a great way to follow me yes um so um but yeah no thank you thank you so much for 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 having me buddy i'm glad we got to catch up and um thanks as always for your support It, it really means a lot Oh man, happy to like like I said, I I love your work. I love I love your vibe and and your and your books and stuff. And just you're just a cool dude. I'm really glad. Uh, really, this is the third time we've we've chatted on uh, two times on my podcast, once on another. But every every time, man, like I said, you just I I walk away feeling better. So I don't care what anybody else thinks. It's good for me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's like free therapy. No? Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Uh, that, you just made me more excited for like Savage Avengers eight. So I didn't I didn't realize that came out next Wednesday too. That's that's awesome. yes, it does. Um, and it, it, it uh, game changer is the only word I can use to describe it. Very cool. And also, like, has Titan reached out? to offer you a spot to write Conan now that they have, because like, uh, I feel like they should. <laughs> I, n- not, not yet. Um, um, but you know, I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed, uh, writing Conan's, uh, farewell to the Marvel universe. And, um, uh, but you know, I, I, I'd never say no for, uh, for, for, for another crack at him. Yeah. I, I, you, I thought you handled his, his voice well. And I love, I, I don't, again, like, I don't want to spoil too much for volume one, but like how it ends, uh, how volume one ends and how Conan goes back to his barbarian ways, I thought was just beautiful and wonderful. And the timeliness of it, like how, what happens after that, like how it kind of like set the stage for other stuff. Like I was like, that's, that was really smart. So anyways, uh, I don't know if you guys could pick it up or not uh, pick it up or not. Like a- after this hour and a half chat, I am a big David Popose fan. 
Uh, he has great comics that you should buy. Savage Avengers, totally worth your time. If you got Marvel Unlimited, you need to check out his Avengers tale on that. If you don't have Marvel Unlimited, it's a pretty solid 10 bucks a month, not going to lie. It's, it's a great way to keep track of, uh, of Marvel comics and to read some. If you, you know, Not everybody can afford those $100 omnibuses that come out every now and then. And this is a, a great way to... Uh, to read some to read some marvel back issues to read some newer stuff it's very cool david again man thank you so much um it, it's december happy holidays if, if you're gonna thank do you any traveling well. like you know safe safe travels and all that and, and 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 i wish you and your partner and your dog like i i hope all of you have have a great um great holiday and happy new year sir thank you so much uh, and, and enjoy the rest of your weekend I, I I'll try. It depends. We're having fried chicken and watching the Chiefs, so it can't be it can't be that bad. Can't be that bad. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it.